Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week we talk to the Pacific teams competing at the Netball World Cup in Sydney and success for athletes at the Special Olympic at World Games. But first, Fiji proved too strong for Samoa in the Pacific Nations Cup rugby final, running out 39-29 victors at the Swan Guard Stadium in Burnaby in Canada. The teams had played out a 30-all draw in pool play a couple of weeks earlier, and the rematch did not disappoint, with Fiji racing to a 17-3 lead, being overtaken early in the second half, before the men in white accelerated home with three more tries. Manu coach Stephen Beatham lamented his side's slow start to the match, but says they've learnt plenty from their PNC experience as they continue their Rugby World Cup preparations. I think in the past couple of games um, was, we were very slow at starting. Um, I think our systems were, and patterns were in place, but uh, fortunately as individuals we fell off uh, a couple of tackles, and it really cost us today. Um, I think we had five missed tackles and four tries were scored against us because of, of uh, simple missed tackle, one-on-one tackles. But uh, you know that's something we're going to work hard at in the next couple of, of weeks as we head into the World Cup. We set out to win the, the Cup, but unfortunately you know, we, we've got second place. But we achieved quite a bit in saying that we've um, we found out, as, as I said from the start, we wanted to pick the best 31 to take to the World Cup. And uh, this, this tournament has, has answered a lot of questions for us. Um, we know now who we, we, we're going to put the main focus on for the World Cup. Uh, those who've missed out, they've, they've, they've really played well. Um, and, and pretty much we're happy with their form, building to the next World Cup. Most of them are all young. That's saying we, we've uh, you know, killed two birds with one stone. Uh, not only have we answered questions on who, who we need to take to the World Cup, but we've also built depth for, for whoever um, going forward to the, to the next World Cup. So, um, you know, we're happy with the way that uh, some of the young players and local players have, have fronted up. And we, we I think, uh, take a look at it and Samoa's uh, future in rugby is in good hands now with, with a lot of these players uh, fronting up. Fiji coach John McKee is pleased with the progress shown by his side, but insists there is still plenty of room for improvement. As a coach, I'd say, look, we should have stopped them on a few occasions and and certainly, I think you know, when we're good, we're very, very good. But we, we've obviously got areas of our game to work on, and need to be a lot sharper and not letting teams back into the game. You know, particularly when we get up to the World Cup. You know, we won't be able to to score maybe as easily. So we've got to make sure we're, our, our defence is much better. If we look at the Samoa games, just because you played them twice, obviously, what progression do you see from maybe that tie over in Sacramento, and obviously the the final here you've just had winning that? And, and where do you see areas oh, look, still to yeah. work on? smarter about the way we play the game 
partly, you know, when you bring a squad together from all around the world and, and have a very short preparation time, it takes a little while to to understand that, you know, our, the way we need to play the game. And I think today we were much better at exiting our own half, whereas in, in the game in Sacramento we we tended to try to run out of our own half too much of the game. We actually didn't kick enough and the boys sort of ran out of legs later in the game. It's been pretty warm up here in North America, you know, we're playing in the middle of the summer and the open running game really takes a lot of energy. You had uh, obviously a few yellow cards uh, the other day against uh, Japan, I think it was, and another one uh, near the end, which I guess made things a bit close, possibly uh, in the final moments today. Is that a concern for you? Oh, look, it's, yeah, it's always a, a concern. I think right after this tournament, probably our, our penalty count's been a little bit higher. But, but then today, today it was very good. Um, that, yeah, that certainly, I think, against Samoa earlier on and, and, and against Japan, we, we allowed the opposition back into the game. You know, by by conceding penalties, and and yeah, I think I think you, you see the penalty count today much much better. Our discipline around staying on our feet in the ruck and and, and working hard to to uh, stay on side has uh, was a, was much improved today. Samoa seem to be a team that starts slowly, or they have done in the last sort of few matches, but of course they always do come back. And you know, I think you're up. 10, 17 nil almost, and seventeen three for a long period there. And then next thing you know, Samoa's uh, gone. In front, and, and of course, you guys struck back straight after that. Is is that something you're always wary of against Samoa? Or I guess from your point of view, you're disappointed you let them back into the game. They've got a lot of big power runners, and they play very much a you know a power game. And you know, if you, if you you know allow them to allow them to win the game line, you know they're, they're going to cause a lot of problems for for any team. And and as they did at times today, but, but you know, luckily. You know, we sort of had our, our, our nose in front most of the way, and they were always they they, they were just nearly always trying to catch up to us. So, so and and you know we finished we finished the game out strongly as well so, to secure the win. And all teams have made a number of changes throughout the Pacific Nations Cup. Obviously, you're looking ahead to the Rugby World Cup, where of course you are the first match of the tournament in that uh, massive pool that you're in. Um, you know, how do you feel about where the team is at at this point? We're now back to um, Fiji. We have about a week's break, and then we're two and a half week training camp with, which is very, very sort of that's the hard work part of it, around reconditioning and, and obviously working on our game plan as well. But then we're up to the UK. We're going to the UK a week early, and we'll play Canada in London on the sixth of September. Although we're making good progress, we've still got you know a lot of work to do. Fitness is part of it, but also you know I think that our skills around that around the ruck area. So that we can be very competitive around there, but not not you know playing off our feet and, and that type of thing. Um, you know our set play. We, you know we need to continue to improve our set play. I think you, you saw today that you know we, we, with with good ball we, we're a very dangerous attacking team against anyone. So the, you know it's the core core areas of the game that we really have to have to sharpen up because you know that that pool we're in we're up against a very tough team. So we're, we're going there. You know, with a very positive attitude to to turn some teams over, and 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 you know, we, we want to progress to the playoffs just just as everyone else in our pool does. And uh, obviously, you've got to name a 31-man squad uh, very shortly, John. Have you still got some deliberations in your head with your fellow coaching staff that you need to go through, or is this pretty much answered what you need to know? Through this tournament, it's it's been very good for us to to. Um, Get settled on our squad, and you know, and, and as you mentioned before, you know, making the changes each week. You know, we've looked at a, a number of different combinations, and you know, I'm quite happy with the, with the depth we've got in our squad. And you know, there's a couple, couple of um, tough selections to make, but I, I think 
you know, on the back of this tournament now, we're, we're fairly settled on the on the final 31. But we'll we'll get back to um, Fiji. We'll we'll have a week's break. Then we'll come into camp and you know, subject to our final sort of fitness and medical screenings, we'll finalise our 31-man squad. Okay, and just finally, any injury concerns out of the PNC or out of this uh, today? No, no, look, tough, tough physical games. You always worry about getting injuries so close to the World Cup, but, you know, we've come through come through pretty well. We've got, you know, a few bumps and bruises from hard physical rugby, but, but nothing that's um, going to keep anyone out, and it's probably... Probably a good time now to have a little break. That you know, with those with those tough games, you know, with the, with the Maori game and then four PNC games back to back. That it's a good time to to rest some weary bodies. That's the Fiji rugby coach John McKee. Tonga also finished the Pacific Nations Cup in impressive fashion, beating Japan 31-20 in the playoff for third place to end the tournament with a three-match winning streak. Tonga Rugby's high-performance manager, Peter Harding, says the result was all the more satisfying as they were missing some key players. We brought 30 guys across and we had one go home because his wife's had a baby and we've got a couple of injuries in the squad, so we're a bit skinny. So the boys who are on the field today were absolutely outstanding for us. Uh, and as we say, three wins on the trot now. Right? You know, Where do you see the team at now after this victory, finishing third in the Nations Cup? as to perhaps where you were uh, heading into the tournament. Obviously, your first game seems a long time ago now against Fiji, but I guess it really wasn't that long ago. We're in good position. To be fair, Like we, we consider that we had a very, very good opportunity to win that game against Fiji, and there was just ourselves that held us back. So to win the next three, uh, in, we're in pretty good style in all of them, then we're very, very happy about that. Um, I'm not sure the last time Tonga won three in a row, but it, was, it hasn't been in my time, so... Very happy where we are. Uh, the boys go home for a 10-day break. World Cup squad will be picked and we'll uh, gather in England in two weeks' time. I can't say enough about how these boys performed today because it, uh, it was outstanding. Obviously, momentum is an important thing heading into a tournament like the World Cup. So you've had, even though you've had injuries, the likes of you know, Kurt Marath coming in, uh, Fetu Vainakolo, some of your key players standing up, I guess, uh, at important times, which must be promising. Yeah, very much, mate. They've played very, very well. They deserve a break with their families now, and once we get back together, we'll we'll have three weeks of extremely hard training before the World Cup. No serious injuries. Okay, and uh, what have you learned from this PNC about the team? Obviously, uh, it's one of those rare occasions where you get in a long, extended period of time together as a squad, and the World Cup brings even more of that. Uh, you know, have you guys uh, unlocked or you know discovered anything that you maybe weren't sure about? Some things have been uh, cleared up, or um, you know, made more uh, obvious what's required going forward. No, not really. With a team like Tonga, you get blokes together for four days before a test match. You're expected to win. You're expected to get rating points and all that sort of stuff. So there's always a lot of pressure on the boys to, to perform immediately. Um, we we know the quality of our group, the quality of the leadership, the quality of the players. And we know that if we have enough time together, we can win matches. We, we have no doubt about that. So this is just basically confirm what we've long believed. Um, we need time together. We need matches together. And... You know, we go all right if that's the, if we get those two um, two aspects of it correct. Alrighty, so as you say, going back home to Tonga for 10 days, a bit of a break, then you head over to uh, the UK for the World Cup and what, you've got one or two games uh, before your first actual World Cup match? Most of the boys actually are going back to their clubs to get checked out. That's a bit of a deal we did. We just wanted to make sure the clubs get to see the players and the condition they're in. The majority of them will go, I think a bit more than a third go back to England and France. 
another lot go back to New Zealand, pick up their families, and then we'll move them back into where they live in England and France. So it's going to be a busy time for everyone. It's going to be good. We'll go into a two-week camp. Uh, it'll be pretty hard. And then we've got two games, and we've graduated the games so that we get what we want. We've got a really strong championship team, Nottingham. It'll be their last hit out before the competition starts, so they'll be fit, full of you know professional players with good scrum and line-out, so that's good for us. And then the next week we'll play Romania. We hand-pick Romania because our first game in the World Cup is Georgia, and they play almost identical styles of games. So we hand-pick that to basically have the physical and set-piece test we need to go before going into the Georgia game. That's Tonga Rugby's high-performance manager, Peter Harding. The Netball World Cup gets underway in Sydney on Friday with Fiji and Samoa flying the Pacific flag. Fiji are ranked 7th in the world and are hoping to improve on a disappointing 10th place finish four years ago in Singapore. They've had a busy year to date, having hosted New Zealand, Samoa, Papua New Guinea and Singapore, won gold at the Pacific Games and toured Australia and New Zealand. Coach Kate Carpenter says those experiences will be of great benefit once the World Cup gets underway, starting with their first match against Wales. Just being together as a group helps too. Um, so, yeah, very excited and looking forward to the challenge and also um, just being amongst the, the top 16 in the world at the World Cup. So, um, yeah, very much looking forward to it and hopefully our form will be really peaking around that time as well. Samoa have had a more low-key build-up. They also participated in January's Oceania Series with Fiji and New Zealand and finished third at the Pacific Games. Head coach Marcia Hardcastle spoke to Bridget Tunnicliffe about their chances and preparation. It started just probably moving into my first um, commitment for Nepal um, Summer, which was in, uh, from memory, June, June of um, 2012. And we've, uh, I've tried to, well, I've built a relationship with uh, some of the girls, and we've actually um, picking this team for 2015 World Cup. Uh, we have turned some players over um, just through. Um, we started off with probably mm, I think probably was about six uh, homegrown players, or five actually, five homegrown players from Samoa itself. How many do you have based in Samoa now? Uh, we don't have any players based in Samoa at this stage. Would that be the first time you, you've had not a single player based in Samoa? Uh, well, since I've been involved, it is it is the first time that we have not had players involved from Samoa, yes. That must make it quite difficult logistically, getting everyone together and everyone on the same page. I think logistically uh, for Nepal Samoa is because we still have overseas players and players within New Zealand. It is very difficult, and with the lack of uh, funding they have as a country itself, and before that, it is difficult to get them in one place. Have there been difficulties in getting to the World Cup, getting all the players you want to get there in terms of you know players getting time off work and, and you know funding shortfalls and things like that? Nepal Samoa has always come to the party with uh, funding for the girls for the camps that we have uh, requested, um, but it is still difficult for us to have more than we would like because of the um, time the girls have to take off work and the time commitments they have as families. As you, as you know, they're, they're not paid players. So as far as the girls having to take time off work, we've, we've cut down with camps because of that. They need to be at work. And since the 
Pacific Games wrapped up. What happened then? Did everyone go back home? Yes. Yep. We all dispersed um, after we came back from PNZ. Yes. And so the next time you'll see everyone will be in Sydney? Yes. We come in on the 5th and we uh, will have one training before we play the it's not actually a competition match. We play Uganda on the um, on the on the sixth, and we start full competition on the seventh. Who have you got first up? Uh, Jamaica. Okay, that will test you. Uh, yes, um, Caribbean teams. They're they're they've got some good height there, and they play. Their timing of game is different. Um, a lot of aerial aerial stuff. So we're going to have to really make sure. And I think with I think Jill McIntosh is involved in the end now. I think they'll bring probably a a, a taste of the um, Australian style, a flatter ball. So I think the, it'll be quite. It'll be interesting to see what they what they provide out on court. Who do you think are the key players for your side that will play a big role at the World Cup? I think our two our two co-captains, which is uh, Juliana and Fela, they're both carrying small couple of injuries, but they will be the key players in taking the team forward um, at the World Cup. And we have got a couple of defenders that we really didn't have full percentage of them at PNG because they were injured and um, sick. I think it will be a different team at the World Cup. Mm. And your main goal, I guess that's just um, would be to improve your ranking? Uh, to improve our rankings, but to really try and make sure we can work towards top 10. And have many of your team played in previous World Cups? Uh, yes, we've got um, four or five of them played World Cups. Mm. And for the, the rookies, it must be a very exciting time for them. Oh, yeah, we've got a, um, some young girls there that it's the first time in there. So um, first opportunity at World Cup, and, and these girls are ranging from 19 to 21, so they're very young. And Samoa's opening match of the Netball World Cup is against Jamaica on Friday. And Pacific athletes have had some success at the Special Olympic World Games in Los Angeles, which wrapped at the weekend. Fiji's Esther Molly won gold in the 100 metres and mini javelin throw, while Sakali Nakovalu won a bronze in the same event. And Adi Asanatha Renadi Rokoraruku also won a bronze in the 200 metres. American Samoa's team to the Special Olympics will also return home with one gold medal and two bronze. The gold was won by Justin Lutu in the men's 100-metre dash. He entered the race in second place, but the winner was disqualified and he was awarded the gold medal. Apati Tua won a bronze for the women's 100-metre dash, while Lauren Meredith won a bronze medal in shot put. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.